I'm Jakob Voigt, the CEO of Catalytic, and this is Unbundled Boost, a series specifically created to boost businesses in South Africa by letting passionate and committed business people share their stories. In this episode, we're chatting about stationery, one of my favorite topics. We're chatting to a man with a vision to provide tools to help you discover, learn, and grow. I'm joined by Levi Mnungi, founder of Tuta Stationery. Levi, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Yako. Thank you for having me. So we always start the show by just uh, telling us a little bit about yourself. I read your uh, your bio and yeah. it's very interesting. Yeah. Look, man, um, I'm a I'm a I'm a you know a village boy. Um, you know, I used to I used to head kettles back in Pumalanga. Um, born in in Pretoria though, and uh, unfortunately had to move when my grandmother got married in the, in the villages. You know, um, I still remember the day when we as we were moving to Mpumalanga, you know, um, we were at the back of a van and I could see the lights disappearing because where we were going, there was no electricity. You can imagine, <laughs> you can imagine the frustration there of a six-year-old, you know, um, seeing the lights disappear behind them, you know. So, but. You can see it's almost like in the movies. Where yeah, yeah. And, and, and for many years, the lights never came, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, however, you know, the, the what I was yet to discover was that you know um, I was yet to to experience an environment that really humbled me, that really grounded me, you know, um, that really uh, demonstrated to me that you know even when when you are lacking, um, you can still be able to survive, you know. So yes, I grew up in a in a small village called Matimpule Troya um, in Pumalanga, between Pumalanga and Limpopo. I still don't understand why they <laughs> they say it's in Pumalanga because no one understands, no one knows the place you know um so yeah i i I grew up there i did my um primary there um you know also um you know did my secondary in in the same area and that's basically where i started uh, my entrepreneurial journey you know because way back when i was doing grade uh, standard three you see, I can't convert it to grade now. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, as well. yeah. So uh, way back when I was doing when I was doing uh, standard three, I started sailing. You know, I started sailing. So even though the lights weren't there, you, the entrepreneurial. I, I had to. I, yeah, I had to. Uh, but you know, it was more for survival than anything else. You know, I, I was sailing chopped viennas. You know, I'd take uh, a viana and chop it into pieces, and each piece was ten cent. Okay. Um, and 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 look, it wasn't fun. I must be honest. Because you know, I was doing it for survival more than anything else. You know, um, with the bits and pieces of, uh, in terms of income coming from different members in the family, I had to also, you know, do my part at that tender age. You know, um, but little did I know that uh, that was actually preparing me for uh, the journey that I'm embarking on now. Um, so I'm a father of of, of two, uh, a handsome young man and a very beautiful uh, young lady, um, and uh, yeah, I. I I, I I did my metric in in back in Pretoria, um, you know. Um, so the lights came back. The lights came back. The lights came back. I mean, I I I <laughs> I, I always wondered how I survived for so many years without the lights. But like I said earlier, you know, I also appreciated the the manner in which the area managed managed to humble me. You know, um, you know, I would I would uh, while heading the kettle, I would look far by the mountains think about what my life would be like you know um later on um and 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 to tell you the, to, to tell you one thing when my being in that environment that was so 
humbling but yet limiting the only thing i wanted to do back then was just to work in an office and have a chair that can do this so i just spin. i just wanted to spin a, i just wanted to be sitting on a chair and spin that was my dream so when you were when you were there for you were just looking and say one day on a that's all that's all i wanted and and it 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 gets to show you what uh, how an environment can really limit you um but equally i appreciate the 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 other parts that came with being raised in such an environment uh, like i already mentioned that it it really humbled me it really grounded me it really made me understand and respect people you know um and 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 not take and not uh, take for granted uh, you know whenever people are going through difficult times i know what it means so so it really equipped me with 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 that um but uh, it also prepared my entrepreneurial journey like already mentioned and it's also toughened you up because entrepreneurship is not easy. Oh so man, tell me about when it. When life gets difficult, you can just think back. Yes, um, I, I, I always, I always say um, I've got nothing to lose because I didn't have anything at, at, at all, you know. So I, so that that uh, that journey um, is is what I it's what I always reflect back on when when things are not going well to say if i could survive that then i can survive anything you know so i agree with you there so liva we had to to talk about um tuto stationery today but maybe in between there there was also certain things along the journey that got you to to starting this business um do you want to maybe tell us about it, that yeah there's been there's been a lot of failures man there's been a lot of failures which i which i look back at today and i appreciate the fact that you know i've I've gone through them, you know. Um, my first, uh, well, I wasn't. I, I, I like the fact that you talk about that because I think for a lot of people that uh, that's one of the things that prevent him from being, from becoming entrepreneurs because uh, we get taught to be scared of failure, and failure is actually the way that uh, we get to success. No, man, I, I, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't achieve resilience if I didn't experience my failures, you know. Um, and and for me, my failures came very early, you know. Um, my well, I only worked once in my life. Once and for one month, and and I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> I worked at the um, what do you call this uh, ice cream place? Uh, uh, Milky Lane. Milky Lane. Ah, yeah, okay. I worked at a, I worked at the Milky Lane uh, store for just a month, and and I knew that this was not this was not for me. You know. Um, so you realize you're not employable. No, I realize I'm not employable at all. At all, nothing made sense for me there. You know. Um, but then I. In 20, what do you mean? Do you it, not like it when somebody comes and tells you what to do? I, I felt I could contribute more. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, so now, um, 2000 and 2008, I started my first business, which was a quota business. Um, you know, I was selling quotas to, um, uh, you know, students at, uh, TUT. And, and that business really tortured me. Um, it, I failed dismally on, on that business, to be quite honest with you. Um, and two years later, I decided to quit the business completely and uh, 2010 then I decided to start another business which was a, a rental company not yeah, a rental management company uh, not registered to be quite not registered because I didn't have the, the experience um, there I was just bridging the gap between landlords in the township and students who are looking for accommodation I observed uh, during my time when I was staying in Soshanguve that uh, 
you know, students were really struggling to find um, accommodation easily. But most importantly, uh, female students were were targeted. You know, some were even raped during during the first few months of of the year while they navigate through the township looking for accommodation. Most of them were robbed on a daily basis. So they coming now to to they coming they coming to, to the lights. Yes, yeah, they coming, coming to the lights and and the lights are too bright. You know, so I decided to you know open a small office where they could come and and be able to I would connect them to the landlords uh, safely, but I would also advocate for their rights wherever they are staying. Try and convince the landlord to improve the conditions and. And I became the enemy of my my main client, with which was the landlord, because they were the ones paying me then. <laughs> um, and yeah, the company was called Mastalisane. The the idea was uh, that we need to stay together. You know, it comes from a, an old concept where you know, in a taxi, they say, "Look, let's Mastalisane." You know, create space for the next person. That was the that was the vision to say we can live together. You know, we can okay. live together. We we don't have to leave this person by the by the bus stop. Let's take them with as well, because the next taxi is coming. Uh, is coming eight eight hours later, you know. So that was my other, uh, you know, struggling business that really that I really look back at and and appreciate the the manner in which it prepared me for for what I was yet to do, you know. And um, fast forward to 2013, I I started, uh, you know, I introduced a new concept within within the universities called Rain Secure. Um, basically, the service was meant to um, to bridge the gap between, uh, you know, bazaaris, uh, uh, sponsors, and 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 students. A student would be sponsored for, you know, tuition and accommodation as well. But the disbursement happens late in the year. Okay. Now, where are they supposed to to live? You know, in between, because now they don't have money to pay the monthly rental, and landlord wants money. And I decided to raise funds and. Uh, you know, settle their monthly rentals, uh, while I wait for disbursement, uh, later in the year. So the, the, the concept was what it was, rent secure. I was securing their rentals pending disbursement. That savings really saved a lot, uh, of students from so many atrocious things. But most importantly, it also enabled them to stay within the university because there are some who, who had to go back home, um, as a result of not being able to secure mm. their own rentals, particularly young women. You know, I, I, I was very passionate also about, uh, ensuring that at the end of the day, those who come from where there are no lights, when they come here, um, at least I can shine a light for them in, in 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 any possible way, and for me, accommodation became became very crucial. Um, and yeah, so um, fast fast forward to 20, 2016 I started my uh, uh, I opened my first uh, books and stationery shop uh, in the university, and uh, later on, I saw myself um, you know starting my own stationery brand to do stationery. Okay, so so uh, well first. Just as a side note comment, um, it, it strikes me that every single one of the businesses that you started was with a, a, a higher purpose, if I can call it that. And then, uh, you know, there's maybe a commercial model tied to it, but there's always a purpose, which is, which is, I think is, is inspirational to, to most people that want to be entrepreneurs. So, um, so let's talk about, uh, Tuto Station. What, what is it? What does it do? Um, Back in twenty in twenty twenty post COVID, um, well, I've been servicing different schools. And by the way, all my businesses, all all my businesses, except for you know the the ice cream, 
I, I've been saving within education. If you, if you look at my okay. track record, I, I only save, you know, the education, uh, sector. So back in 2020, I then decided, um, um, I looked at, you know, um, stationary as it were. And, and I discovered that, you know, stationary is quite, Dull and boring, you know. Hence, it mm. never trends, you know. Never find stationary trending. I'm probably one of the few stationary uh, owners who gets to be interviewed like this, you know. Uh, probably because you know it's always been just a a boring uh, uh, commodity. However, it's a very crucial one. I mean, yes. it is that pencil that that a a a, a child from from a, a, a preschool you start using a pencil, you start using a color pencil, you start using a book. It is those tools that you are going to use throughout your your entire life. I mean, you have you have a highlighter there, you know, you you use it throughout your life, but you never even notice that this is actually part of my life, you know. Um, but not only that, um, if if growing up in the environment in the type of environment that i grew up in um there was also lack of stationery and and that can prove to be um so demoralizing you know um mm. you know not having a pencil can be disastrous you know for elena because then it means they're not going to participate and the last thing you need is someone who's already disadvantaged to still to be in an environment where they can at least improve themselves, but now there's this hindrance. You know, um, stationery for me it's like a, it's like a textbook. Hence, hence I also own a, a, a you know a, a, a bookstore as well because the two for me um, that's where that's where most journeys begin. You know. So 2020, I decided, I looked at what we currently have in terms of the stationary offering, but I also looked at who are the people participating in this? You know, um, you know, you talk the big brands, which I can't mention because today is about Tuto. You know, you talk about the big, the big brands within stationary. Uh, most of them are from Germany. And I thought to myself, you know what? Isn't it time? Isn't it time we have something that, something that we can, you know, be able to align with as, 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 as South Africans? Um, isn't it time that we, you know, we have a stationary brand that can also, you know, uh, uh, embody who we are as a nation, colorful, vibrant, you know, and 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 that's how the 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 Tuto stationary um, idea was born. And, um, and how, did you, how did you get you the name? What does that mean? Tuto Tuto means education. Education, and that's okay. and that's who I am. That's who I, that's who I am. That's my journey, and that's my that's my purpose. You know, I just want to make a difference within education, and and um, even naming the the, the the brand, I I went for a, a name that if 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 I had it in English, it was going to be so easy for you to be able to put together why to put together the 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 the, the reason why why the name you know yes. um so yeah so tutos means means education and and that's what i'm passionate about fortunately okay and then um who are your typical customers um my typical customers would be um schools 
Yeah. Um, you know, both, both, uh, uh, schools, you know, they do their, there are schools that do procurement on a school level. So I have schools that, uh, um, when they buy, um, they say tutor. We want a tutor book because a tutor book, the learner is not going to cover. It's not going to need a, a cover, you know. Um, so it would be schools. Um, it would be, it would be, you know, a, a parent who's buying for their learner during back to school or even throughout, throughout the throughout the year um, so mostly it would be within the education sector because the current uh, product range uh, within within tuto um, is mainly for the the education the education uh, sector we will be introducing products for for you know office stationery um, later in the in the years but at the moment our 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 customers are basically um, you know uh, learners and, and students in in education institutions and in where would people buy a product um, currently our product is available at, uh, we have an online store tutostationery.co.za um, we also are selling on uh, on takealot.com we are selling on macro.com and we recently um, listed with CNA as you know okay. they are they are the biggest in, in South Africa in terms of stationery so we are in their retail stores and uh, you know customers are able to walk into a CNA and, and be able to experience our product that's amazing so um, yeah I, I'm me personally I've got a I've got a bit of a stationary fetish I, I, I love talking about stationary yeah. so um what uh, so you you started 2020, yes. which was probably not the most easiest time to to start with all yeah. of the lockdowns and stuff like that. Yeah. What are some of the important uh, lessons that you learned in business since you started Tuto? Okay, I I learned that uh, failure is part of success. You know, um, I learned to just embrace the failures. You know, um, and uh, and and I also learned that uh, there's no perfect timing. You know. Uh, if you're going to wait for the perfect time, you'll never do it at all. You know, I could have easily said, look, um, let me, let me recover my other businesses and, and wait until they've, they are fully recovered from, from, from the lockdowns and all of that before I start the brand. But I wouldn't be sitting here. My products wouldn't be in CNA, you know, and, uh, the many learners in different schools across the country wouldn't be having my product in their hand, you know, um, but most importantly, the hope that uh, the hope and the inspiration that Tuto is already giving to so many people um, across the country, I wouldn't I would have failed on that as well. You know um, the difference that it makes. I mean, there are people who are tracing, who are who are following the Tuto journey from day one up until now. Um, you know whether it's on my WhatsApp statuses, whether it's on my social media pages, they saw the brand from day one while I was sitting with the designers designing the products. They saw me. Um, you know they they came to they came to my office and saw broken pencils on my desk and and wondered why are you breaking pencils now? Are you starting? Are you are you starting to? Uh, are you mad now? Uh, you know and and I would tell them I'm testing them. I'm testing the quality. I'm 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 exp- I'm, I'm uh, acquainting myself with the uh, with the, the with the with the wood, with the lead, with the glue that goes onto the pencil, you know, I'm trying to understand paper. I'm trying to understand PP material and 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 the different sizes and all of that. So I think for me, I would have missed the opportunity to be able to, uh, you know, demonstrate to a lot of people that it is possible that you can start something and and grow it in a short space of time. To a point that is not that was not that was never imaginable in the beginning, and I think um, that for me um, 
it it's 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 the same as you know what I mentioned earlier. Walking into a school and finding learners using the Tuto brand and um our slogan is Kiarona, it means ours. Right? When I came up with this that slogan, I wanted learners in various schools across the country to have the product and say Tuto Kiarona, which means education is ours. So you are saying this brand is ours. We we can relate to it. We can we we the production and the creation of the brand it's, it's a journey that we we can be able to, we can be able to trace. You know. So so um, for me that's what that's what I'm 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 extremely um, proud about. You know. So yeah. So uh, but also being able to um, to make an, an impact and make a difference as, at the same time. Because remember, Tuto is not going to, I'm not going to be, I'm not the only employee in Tuto. And mm-hmm. in a time like this, you need men and women, um, who are, who will go out there and say, what can I do that can ultimately empower others at the same time, you know? And, and that's the Tuto story. And I think being able to employ the current team that I'm employing, it's also adding or contributing positively to the current situation that we are experiencing as a as a, as a country. Yeah. So so it's 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 for economic reasons. It's for inspirational uh, purposes as well. But for me, uh, for me uh, personally, it's also to 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 make sure that I follow my passion. And, and, and I, I, I do exactly what I'm here to do, which is to make a difference, particularly within the education sector. So, so Liva, I, I want to, uh, sometimes when, uh, you know, when people look at, let's call it a success story, my, my, my wife always refers to, to, uh, to an overnight 10 year success. You know, it yeah. takes you 10 years to get there and many failures, but it looks to everybody like it's overnight. What was, uh, in this, Entrepreneurial journey of yours, or, or let's say since you started Tuto, what were some of the the the, the more difficult things that that uh, you experienced? Um, number one, not having a not having a a, a blueprint. You know, um, so you're doing I, something, but you don't know if it's going to work I, or not. I, I don't know if it's not, and I I don't even know how to navigate. You know, um, so basically, um, I had to create my own path, which is the most difficult part, because during that process, you are going to lose a lot. But remember how I define the loss. The losses are part of the successes at a later stage. You know, um, um, but also having to. Um, from a from a finance point of view, you also taking from one business, putting it into something that you're not even sure if it's gonna going to materialize or not. Yeah. And and if it goes wrong, then you have two struggling businesses, you know. Um but as an entrepreneur, that's the exciting part. Knowing that I'm actually taking a risk. Um for me that's what defines me as an entrepreneur, you know, where if, if I stop taking risks, I'm not an entrepreneur anymore, you know, and, and the bigger the dream, uh, the more, the more exciting it is for me because, um, if I get it right, God forbid, if I get it right, then it means I will be able to reach a lot more people. I will be able to inspire a lot of more, a lot more people. I would be able to, um, give back the way I would like to. You know, um, without the brand, 
without the brand, if someone uh, probably asked me for stationery, um, I would assist one person. But now when we go on our campaigns, we go and assist um, a school, yes. you know, so the impact is greater. So, so uh, for me, the, 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 the difficult part, right, I'm prepared to go through it knowing very well that if I get it right, and of which I will, you know, and and I might not get it right the first time, you know, and and I think I also I already had that idea, and it came from what we discussed earlier. The, my failed businesses prepared me for for this moment, so that I define fa- the, I define failure differently now because of what I've been through before. Because I I realized that I can go through failure and still succeed. You know, and 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 even my background uh, plays a role in that. I started from zero, so I've got nothing, absolutely nothing to lose. You know, um, so 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 yeah. So to answer your to answer your question, I think it's just a matter of uh, 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 you know identifying the most difficult parts and and really coming up with a way on how uh, I'm going to overcome them. Finance was one of them. Um, experience and skills was another. Um, the other one was who do I partner with, you know? Yeah. And and now, and and the people that I'm partnering with, um, or the entities that I'll be partnering with, they are there must be a representation of what I want to achieve at the end of the day. If I get those partnerships wrong, I'm in trouble. And at the beginning of the 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 when I of the uh, the brand uh, right at the start. I made those bad, bad partnerships, um, yeah. um, which ultimately, you know, I, I lost a lot of money, um, you know, but one thing that remained and which is what, um, anyone who wants to start a business, I would always say, make sure that you are passionate about, because it is the passion that will make me wake up in the morning, um, and 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 drive all the way here to come and have this interview. Yes, nothing yeah. else is the passion. So 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 even when the losses are coming, the passion still keeps me afloat because um, I just need a night to sleep. All the bad things that happen and all the losses <laughs> over. The next day, if the sky is still blue, trust me, you're good to go. Again. I'm good to go again. So um, look, and I mean, one of the reasons why I'm. I'm loving this interview is, is, and, and part of the reason why we did, uh, this unbundled boost section is, uh, we firmly believe that small business is the engine of the economy. The, the big business or government's not going to fix, is not going to fix South Africa for us. Um, in the sector that you, that you specifically chose, uh, we know that education is probably our only hope. If we can educate, um, all of our people, then, then we've got a bright future. And, um, I think for me, the other very inspiring, um, element of this story is, is that, uh, you know, when you, when you spoke about where the no lights were, sometimes we can have this perception that there is almost no hope. But I mean, like, you just, you just came and you just, you're just bashing through it. Yeah. So, um, I always end the show by saying, okay, right. So how do we make it real? So, can we say to our listeners, uh, go to go to CNA and go buy Tuto stationery? Uh, what, what kind of help can we can we offer? Um, I think exactly that, um, because when 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 they go in CNA and and, and buy a Tuto product, um, they are enabling everything that I just said here. You know, okay. um, 
But you also have an online store. Yes, right? I also have. Uh, so I mean, anybody in South Africa can buy. Anyone can. Anyone can buy Tuto. Um, so buying Tuto is is simply um, contributing towards all that I just mentioned here. You know, um, sometimes sometimes as a country, all all we need is hope. <laughs> you know, um, there's a point where you know um, I I normally say uh, you know I make hope part of my strategy because sometimes all you need is just hope. You know, and 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 for me, when wh- whoever goes and and buys a Tuto product, they are buying into into the hope that as South Africans we can also um you know um create our own means of production as south africans we can also get to a point where we control what we, we what we consume or we produce what we consume and i think that's the important d- discussion that we need to be having and i agree with you to say the contribution that the that, that, that small businesses can make in this country if 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 taken care of it's it's a lot we would actually wouldn't be um, in this mess that we find ourselves in as a country, Correct. if we were really prioritizing with with small businesses, because small businesses, um, they, 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 they understand the issues on the ground. You know, I came up with I I, I traveled a, a, a road that's less traveled, stationary. You know, and and here I am. You know, um, big retail stores like CNA uh, identifying that this is what we need. You know, mm. so mm. you can imagine how many other products are probably sitting with uh, entrepreneurs somewhere in the township that that will not get a chance to make it to the big retailers, and they can be a good replacement for that product that that is owned by a, a, a company in USA or wherever else uh, in 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 the world. You know, but but lastly, on the same on the same note. Um, Tuto Tuto's plans are have to do with s- South Africans, you yes, know. Yeah. Um, they have to do with uh, empowering local, and and as such, when when this company is being supported through uh, buying products, um, ultimately when we realize that that goal, I mean, I'll just, I'll just share with you. Um, Initially, I wanted Tuto to own, um, you know, warehouses in the townships, right in the townships, in Soshanguve, in Soweto, right? And, and that will not happen without the, the community itself being empowered, you know? So, so, uh, my thing here, unlike, uh, you know, international brands, they come, they take, they go. With yep. us, I'm thinking, I'm constantly yeah. thinking about our people, you know? I'm constantly thinking about about our people and even when our people need help I'm there because I understand they applied and I think with that being said if 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 uh, if if small businesses in this country can really be supported um a lot of all a lot of uh, economic challenges that we are facing can be drastically minimized not forgetting of course the unemployment rate yeah. Because yeah. you need you need a Levi through Tudor Stationery to just employ twenty people. Yes. And if you have if you have ten thousand of us, I mean you get what I mean, you you would have I, I know it's not gonna going to be a, a silver bullet to the challenges that we are facing. But you would, make at a big least difference. it would make a big difference. That one person that I take and, and 
put onto the tuto team and pay a salary that salary if you can trace where that salary is going and the difference that it's it's making it's a lot so empower tuto so that tuto can be able to empower others yeah we need we need 10000 tutors that employ 10 20 30 people that's that that will fix a lot of problems it will fix a lot of problems um but i mean so we spoke about education but in terms of making it real i mean every business has Notebooks that they need to write in Every, bus- every business needs pens yes. So uh, yeah, we're going to put up your details On, uh, on the LinkedIn page When we, when we um, publish today And um, I'm, I want to ask everybody Let's go and uh, you know, if, you, if you need to buy a pen Don't buy, don't buy German or American let's buy, let's buy local Yes, thank you Thank you, Liva. I really, this, was, this was a lovely uh, conversation I really enjoyed it Okay, no, thank you very much for having me Thanks for listening to Unbundled Boost, brought to you by Catalytic, a series that aims to boost business in South Africa. Remember that you can listen to all of the episodes on the Cliff Central app or website, and for added convenience, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen. And um, if you want to know more about Catalytic, please visit catalytic.co.za.